0: A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can an evil tree bring forth good fruit. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Briefly, if you would, consider this image of the fruit and its use in the Gospels. It's used frequently in the parables, it's also used in this uh, exhortation to beware of false prophets who come in sheep's clothing. The image of wolves in sheep's clothing at various times in the history of the church, especially over the last few decades, has also um, taken on a variation in uh, shepherds in wolves' clothing or wolves in shepherds' clothing or shepherds in sheep clothing, um, all sorts of variations. Beware, that's the lesson, just beware. Know them, by their fruits. Or some of our secular, leader, secular leaders would say, trust but verify. It's the same Lord who teaches us to pray in secret, who says, don't do your works so as to be noticed, so as to be seen, so as to get credit. That is also the same Lord who says, you can't put the lamp under a bushel basket. So it's quite clear that our works are going to be seen. Our works and our words will manifest something of our heart and our mind. Not enough that we can judge other people as God judges, but enough that we need to correct each other when correction is warranted. And the public nature of our lives is enough that people will be known by their fruit. Bear fruit then. The other stark instance in which this image of fruit is used is four chapters earlier in the Gospel of St. Matthew, Matthew chapter 3, verse 8, and also St. Luke's Gospel, chapter 3, verse 8. It's the stinging rebuke of St. John the Baptist to the Pharisees who were coming as though they were penitents. And he cries out to them, and there's an exclamation mark, although there is no punctuation in the original, but when you hear our Lord or St. John the Baptist say, woe to you, brood of vipers, stands to reason that there's an exclamation mark, and there's a little little rasp in his voice. Woe to you brood of vipers. Who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Bear the fruits. Show the fruit of your repentance. Think back to Sirach in the Old Testament, chapter 6. Have many acquaintances, but very few confidants very few close friends test your friends only trust them after proving them make sure that they're trustworthy so very clearly our lord cautioning us to beware means to listen to people's words and pay attention to their actions And observe and witness the fruits of their lives and act accordingly. Love everyone. Don't trust many people, but love everyone. Learn whatever you can from them, even from the Pharisees when they speak the truth but live bad lives. Then learn from their words, but don't imitate their bad example. Love everyone. Correct those who need to be corrected. Prudently, St. Paul gives us instructions about how a bishop ought to correct an older woman or an older man. Imagine what St. Paul would say to the rest of us who are not bishops about how to correct those, how to point out the stumbling blocks. So we ask the Lord I encourage you, ask the Lord not for good fruits, first and foremost, but ask the Lord for for a clean heart, right? Create a clean heart in me, O God. Renew in me a steadfast spirit. Pray for a mind. Pray for affections. Pray for a a knowledge that can bear fruit in such a way that you wouldn't be concerned about the fruits that others would observe. It's Psalm 50, or another translation, Psalm 51, the miserere. That might be a good prayer. It's not mentioned today in the sacred liturgy, but it's it's beneath the surface. The goal isn't simply to be able to show off fruits that convince people that good things are happening. The goal is to be clean and purified interiorly, so that the fruits can happen as God wills. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.